What's up, you guys? Hey, I'm gonna say 49 J. Oh my gosh, not so pro football talk. We're back at it again. It is Monday, it is six o'clock. We got a live video here for you guys from the title of the video today. We're gonna name some dark horses, our dark horses of the NFL, and then some bold predictions, kind of like what we did last year. We had a lot of bold predictions, of course, only out of us three, mine was true, everyone else was a flop. Uh, we're hoping to do that again as another repeat, okay? So uh, let's, let's announce some news that happened this uh, this past week or even today, maybe. Um, let's talk about uh, one of my favorite players of all time, Marquise Goodwin. He gets signed with the Seattle Seahawks. Not so excited about that. So it's good to have a nice speedster on your team, Vince. Um, Jadavion Clowney, I thought this was pretty cool. He returns to uh, Cleveland for a one-year deal, $11 million maximum uh to go back to cleveland that's kind of weird because he was offered multiple year uh contracts by two other teams for more money he turned that down kind of like what we talked about last week is that deshaun watson effect man it attracts good players and players want to play there they think they're going to have success there we don't know maybe deshaun watson only plays eight games one way to find out, right? We've got to wait till the season starts. But that's a huge addition to the, the Cleveland Browns. I think it's great for them. Uh, they're going to keep Miles Garrett on one side, Clowney on the other. It's, it's just going to be another force to be reckoned with, just like how it was last year. Um, other news, the Arizona Cardinals. They're on hard knocks this year, in-season hard knocks, kind of like what the Colts did last year. But now it's the Cardinals. I really want to know. I don't know if you guys know this, but I really want to know what qualifies a team to be – in season hard knocks. Uh, I don't know. Would you like me to do some research? Yeah. Uh, you have to miss the playoffs. The previous. Yeah, it definitely has to be playoffs. I, but I they made the playoffs last year. Um, oh yeah. They they did make the playoffs. I know to but to be not- on the hard knocks preseason, uh, you have to like miss the playoffs. Can't have a new coach. Can't can't. There's so many uh, stuff like that. But for in season, I'm not too sure. But this past season, they didn't make playoffs. So they're contenders now. The Cardinals? They, yeah. they made playoffs. Yeah. yeah they, they played the Rams in the first round. Uh, the, the Niners got the seventh spot. So they got the last spot. Uh, they The Cardinals finished second in the division, and Rams finished first in the division. Odd. Maybe it was just a, a beatdown that I don't remember it. Are you feeling okay, Vince? What what kind of watermelons did he eat today? I Hey, dog, that sandia was delicioso. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, Arizona Cardinals going to be on there. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what they do in, uh, during the season, how they practice, what it's like. I w- I'm always interested in, in hard knocks. Uh, last year, I will admit, though, shame on me, I did not watch any of the uh, Colts in-season hard knocks last year. It's just uh, it wasn't too appealing for me. I, I wasn't too excited to watch uh, Carson Wentz. I should have watched it just so I could better my knowledge, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a shot this this upcoming year. Uh, get anything there, Reed? Uh, I can't find anything. 
The only speculation is that for last year, the Colts probably volunteered uh, just so they, they could have uh, more cameras on the team. Um, but from what I've seen, there, as far as like official criteria, there is nothing. So it looks like any team that, I mean, would at least volunteering could get it. Oh, okay. But yeah. I know last year was the first year they've done that in the yeah. in-season hard knocks, which is kind of weird. And that broke the three criteria thing. Mm, okay. Who was in the hard knocks last year? It was the Cowboys, right? Yes. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I just want to bring that up because I, I remember a lot of people telling me the last time the Cowboys were in the hard knocks, they went to the Super Bowl and whatever. Okay. Uh, it didn't happen, right? But uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. We got some bold predictions going on. Uh, I know Vince and Rita prepared some teams for as their dark horses. Uh, I'm really interested to hear what these guys got. Reed, I'm really interested to hear yours, most of all. I really hope it's not the Packers because I want to see a different perspective on a different team coming from you. <laughs> and don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that because you know exactly what I'm talking about here. Uh, Vince, I kind of got a general idea of what team you have in mind. So why don't you kick it off for us? Who's your dark horse this season? My dark horse team as an overall team, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't guess it. Uh, maybe wow. the other two because I told you, but uh, <laughs> this one, my dark horse is the New York Giants. Oh, okay. so last year they went four and 13. Horrible, right? They were, uh, I believe, 28th overall offense entirely in the NFL, which is pretty horrible. Uh, but most of that reason, uh, sorry, 31st offense. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Uh, but most of that reason was because of so many injuries. And we've known the New York Giants to be injury prone all the time, mostly with Saquon Barkley. But this past season, they were even more injury prone on the offense with all their wide receivers. Every single wide receiver that started uh, from the top four of their depth chart was injured for at least 50% of the season. So that's why their passing was pretty much last in the season and their overall was 31st out of 32 teams in the NFL. So I have three things for success for them to maybe get into an 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight season. I really do think that they will win four or five more games than they did last year. If they can stay healthy as their number one, if their draft picks that they got this past year, Evan Neal, which is right tackle, and Kayvon Thibodeau, who we talked a lot about, uh, he's going to be a world – uh, rushing backer, so a defensive end, basically. Uh, but if they can coach them to make them understand that they aren't going to carry the team on their backs, that they're just going to fill a spot and do their job on the defensive and offensive side, I feel like that's the best way to coach these guys. They come in uh, first overall picks, and both in top 10 picks. And they're thinking like, oh, we're going to carry the team on our backs. We're going to change the whole scene here in New York. But really, they just need to fill a spot and they need to go ahead and do their jobs because they have a lot of other guys who are who are there that are really good and they've shown that they're good. But it's just those injury prone things on offense. And the last thing is to switch out Matt Breida, who AJ really loves, and Saquon Barkley more often than you would like. Uh, Saquon is very injury prone. We've talked about it the past five years, honestly. Uh, ever since he was drafted, he was always injured. So if they can keep him on the field more long term uh, and 
get Matt Breida a little bit more in their offense, I think that those gives them keys to success to go eight and nine or nine and eight this season, especially with their schedule who has, I believe they're at bottom four in strength. Okay, nice. I, I do like that. You know, there's a lot of talk about the Giants, but me personally, I just I just do not buy it just because, you know, I felt like Giants have so much potential uh, almost every year, uh, but they just could never follow through. I think it's just a lot of internal stuff. So until they start correcting that, I think that's when they start uh, getting some uh, some positive um, positivity there in the team. Uh, Reed, what do you got uh, for my team? I'm going to go with, like, the best uh, dark horse for the team, overall team. I'm going to go with the Colts. Um, Colts, they were 7-9 and nine last year. Barely missed the, the playoffs because they lost to the Clown Town uh, Jaguars. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to do better this year. Now, I there, there's a little hesitancy uh, there for me uh, about them doing good because of just how good the AFC has gotten. Uh, there's so many teams that made huge leaps and bounds and became better teams in the AFC. So they have a tough schedule going forward. Um, I, but I think they have a good chance of going uh, far in the playoffs or in, they can make it to the playoffs. Um, we got Jonathan Taylor, who is just a beast. I mean, he had the most running rushing yards last year out of any other running back. That's because Derrick Henry did go down, but I still think that he would have gave him a good uh, running to for it. Um, and then you ha- had the addition and the subtraction of Carson Wentz and adding Matt Ryan. Uh, that's a huge change there, uh, not only just with play, but with experience and how Matt Ryan holds himself. He holds himself in a much uh, higher guard as, as, as a professional uh, for that team. Um, he's a guy that's going to not only make the quarterback play for the Colts better, but he's going to make everybody else on that team better. Um, all the uh, young guys on that team is going to look to him as a leader, and he's just going to uh, raise the playing field for everybody. Um, they have Pittman Jr., great receiver. Uh, he's going to have an even better year with uh, Matt Ryan as his quarterback. Now, there's some uh, – you might, might say that he has no one else to throw to other than Pittman Jr. Yes, that is true last year, but I think he's going to raise the – he's going to make uh, names out of some of these guys uh, for these uh, other players. Series. And then their defense, super solid. Last year had the most takeaways. Uh, had like three pro, pro bowlers with Darius Leonard um, and other guys. But I think they're going to be a very solid team. And with the addition of Matt Ryan, I think it's just going to raise the playing uh, ability of everybody else. And they're going to be, be able to uh, go toe-to-toe with some of these other teams. I couldn't agree with you more, Reed. And at first when you said the, the Colts, I was like, Reed, we're talking about dark horses, you know, people that are counting these teams out. But you know what? I think it's just me because, like like you and I, Reed, we know what the Colts are capable of. But every time I see these, you know, um, power rankings and stuff like that, some people have the Colts as, you know, ranked 21. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I the highest I've seen. I saw, I saw the same one you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It's just it, – it, it is crazy to me because, okay – what happened to the Colts? Who did they lose? Carson Wentz? They got Matt Ryan, which, in my opinion, is much better than Carson Wentz. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, was he still a, he's still a free agent, isn't he? Um, uh, so I don't know if he's with the team, but he didn't do that much last year anyways. They still got Jonathan Taylor, and they have a vet QB that could get the ball to, the, to his players when mm-hmm. he did get the ball. That's all they need. This is a very successful organization over there. I think they'll have a great season. Um, 
So good, good point, Rita. I, I like that dark horse. Uh, I do have one dark horse team uh, as an overall team. I really hope some people are watching this because <laughs> this doesn't happen too often. Okay. No, don't so, do it. My don't dark horse it. team. Yes, no. I'm going to do it. No. My dark horse team. I'm going to keep this real short and simple. Are the Dallas Cowboys, baby? Oh. Come on, how about them boys? How about them Cowboys? Come on, dark horse. Dark... Okay, okay. When you talk to someone who's not a Dallas Cowboys fan, who do they have winning that division? Who? Anyone else but the Dallas Cowboys, just because of X, Y, Z. But mainly, it's just because it's the Dallas Cowboys. Tell me, you guys, tell me who's going to beat the Dallas Cowboys in that division? Who's going to who's going to overtake them and get first in that division? The Eagles. Um... The Eagles have a good chance. The Eagles have a good chance, but look look at the Cowboys. Look at the Cowboys. They are too talented of a team, and we say this all the time. They just bite themselves in the butt, man. They have a good team. They got real talent there. Yeah, you lost Amari Cooper. That's okay. That's okay. You got your future wide receiver, C.D. Lamb. You got Dak Prescott. Remember Dak Prescott? The guy's like, oh, we got Dak Prescott. We got a elite QB. Okay, but whenever you don't have your wide receivers, who's the first one to blame? Dak Prescott, he's a good quarterback. Decisions, a little iffy sometimes. You still got Ezekiel Elliott, one of the highest paid running backs out there in the league. Has he been producing as he's supposed to? No, not really. But is he capable of doing what he's supposed to be doing? Yes, of course he's capable of doing that. Is he the best running back in that division? Questionable because I like Miles Sanders, but the Eagles don't know how to run the ball. So I would say, yes, he is the best running back in that division. Quote me on that. What team in that division is going to overtake the Cowboys and get first? That's why that's that's my dark horse because everyone wants to count them out for the wrong reasons. I don't so, count them out. I, I just know they're not out. winning the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're winning the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> Let's not take it that far. I'm just saying that they're the dark horse in that division to win the division. Okay, so I have them going in the playoffs, but history's just going to repeat themselves over and over again. This is not me bashing the Cowboys, okay? I'm on the Cowboys' side here, okay, for, for, for you guys listening. Um, I, that's my dark horse. I, I think they're the best team in that division. Huh. All right. All right, all right. Yeah, I know you all don't want to bash me too hard. Bash me too hard. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let's move on. Vince, you got something else, another dark horse offensively? Uh, so I have two. I have one offensively and one defense. I'll go offense first. Uh, it's going to be a team that is going to be all over ESPN when the season starts, when preseason's going. Uh, I got the Dolphins. I've talked high on Tua. Everybody knows I'm a, a pro Tua guy over here. But this show is not a pro go Tua show. So uh, it's only me. But once I make my own show, maybe I'll do that. But <laughs> A Tua show. <laughs> nice. But no. Um, just, just speaking on them, they were the 25th ranked offense last year. I think they'll move up and go into a top 12 offense with the people that they got. So they got Chase Edmonds as running back. Their running game was preposterous. I mean, you look at the Dolphins, they were 9-8, and eight, and they were the 30th ranked rushing offense. Like, that's insane. You always say you have to have uh, an even with the running game and the passing game. But with Chase Edmonds, I think they can do a little bit better, uh, maybe top 20. But they also got Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson, and they got Teron Armstead over there at left tackle to help out Tua with the blocking scheme. 
But I, I just think that Tua is going to take advantage of Cedric Wilson. Uh, I'm not 100% on Tyreek Hill, especially when uh, the Dolphins put that video of him passing it to him. I just think uh, Tyreek Hill is a little too fast for <laughs> everybody. But so that's going to take some adjusting. But I do think they'll be a top 12 offense once they get it going. I looked at their schedule. It's pretty difficult, so I'm not too sure how much um, better they will get in the standings. I did say uh, last season that they will come into this season and become a playoff team. Uh, they're going to be right on the border to be in the wild card spot. So if they go 9-8 and eight again, I think they may be able to do it. But right now the AFC is really stacked, so they might have to do a little bit better. The AFC or, or Buffalo? The AFC in entirety. Buffalo is going to win. Uh, I think they're going to win that division. That's what I meant. I meant that division. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, defensively, who do you got? Uh, I got my own Seahawks. Uh, oh. so I don't want to talk too much on that one, but I'll just say we added six players in the draft and free agency. Uh, we got we left Bobby Wagner out there to be picked up by the Rams. Uh, kind of sad about that, but. Uh, I guess it was his time to go. Uh, it's never really easy, but it is what it is. So we signed Nuosu from the Chargers. We signed Quinnen Jefferson from the Raiders. Shelby Harris we got from Denver. <laughs> I think I know why y'all are laughing, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, we got two good guys in the draft, Kobe Bryant. I don't think he does. Oye Mafe. <laughs> and then we have a new defensive coordinator. His name is Clint Hurts. And that's hurt with two T's, so it's gonna hurt a lot for the offense. Oh, lame! Get out of here. That's yeah. <laughs> ooh, you stink. But, uh, I just think that coming in as the 28th ranked defense, I think we're a lot better than that. I think we'll move up to a top 15 defense if we do everything right. And if that defensive coordinator knows what he's doing, uh, he was under Pete Carroll for four years, so I think he learned a thing or two. But his motto is that. It's gonna. We're gonna blitz more. We're gonna be more aggressive, and we're gonna go less ma- zone and more man coverage, so we can help out that D line. But um, other than that, I mean, those are my dark horses for the offensive and defensive sides, and those are the teams that I think are gonna come out and surprise some people. All right. All right. Okay, Reed. Me. Yeah, this guy. All right. All right. Take some Claritin up there. You're a little about to sneeze, congest <laughs> a little bit. Huh? Yeah, I, I tried to sneeze, but it didn't come out. I, I muted myself and everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, for my offensive dark horse, uh, there's a team I wanted to go with, but I decided not to, and that's the Bears. Uh, I wanted to say that the Bears might uh, make some uh, improvements. I think they're going to make a few steps, but I don't think they have the offensive uh, weapons to get there yet. Um, mm. So the team I did go for offensive dark horse is a team that honestly did pretty well last year um, as far as offensively. They were ranked as high as seventh. But right now, everyone's counting them out because there's so many question marks <laughs> right now. And that's the 49ers, all right? Oh, let's go! Are you serious? Yes, yes, yes. Let me get into it. Let me get into it. There's so many question marks right now. Everybody's counting them out because no one knows what Trey Lance is going to be. Now, I'm not saying Trey Lance is going to be the next great thing. I think they're going to start off pretty slow, all right? They're not going to start off guns blazing. He ain't going to be throwing 40-yard darts down the field. But I think towards the end of the year, they're going to they're going to figure it out. 
Shanahan's either either it's going to be uh, Trey Lance just being a genius and being incredible, or Shanahan's going to come up with something that they're going to click towards the end of the season. Now, Debo, we don't know if he's going to get traded. Just kidding. Honestly, at this point of the time of the year, he's probably uh, not going to get traded. Now, I do think he's probably not going to re-sign, and he'll hit free agency next year. We'll see what happens. Probably get free agency tag and traded just like Devontae. But Debo's a, a sol- solid player. We'll see if he... He still plays that running back wide receiver uh, uh, role, but he'll definitely be playing a wide receiver role, picking up huge yards, becoming even more stud and uh, driving up that bank for next year. Um, and then they got solid players and uh, Jennings and Ayuk, uh, solid role players that can uh, do the job that they need to do. And then you got that beast. What's his name? Are you talking about George Kittle? Yes, yes. <laughs> that beast George Kittle um, this offense has a lot of potential and it is only up to them for them to be able to hit that potential I can't, uh, is that George Kittle? George. Oh, very very nice, very nice AJ thank you, thank you. Thank All you. Right. Um, but yeah honestly they have a huge potential, it is up to them to be able to repeat, uh, to re- reach that potential um, very excited to see what they end up doing oh look at the look at Vince. That's exactly how AJ feels right now, Reed. You yeah, just gave this man the gift of life. He's out here stunting on everybody because of what you just said. I feel great. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. You talking good about the Niners has me motivated. I'm ready for the season, man. Right. Nestor, make sure you clip all of that, okay? <laughs> We're never going to let that go. That's what uh, I say here for five. TikTok, isn't it? Oh, dude, this is TikTok <laughs> material. If you guys don't know, we're on TikTok at Not So Pro Football Talk. Check us out. We're a little TikTok famous. Just kidding. We're not, but we're we're growing. We're new. Well, we're it's famous. all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we are famous. Hey, we're famous. How about th- I'm all riled up, dude. And <laughs> we, you just made my week. Oh, gee, I was having a rough day today. You know what? I'm, I'm freaking pumped. I'm pumped, <laughs> dude. Oh, thank you. Hey, don't stop. Keep going. All right. All right. All right. Uh, that's, that's all for the 49ers. Oh. Oh, okay, we can move on if you want. All right, no, we're gonna go <laughs> end defense. the show right there if you like. I mean, I think it's a good ending point. No, 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 we're on our defense aside from our dark horse. Now, oh. this team, oh. I predicted they were gonna have a top five defense last year, and I was wrong. I was wrong, right? We had a top 10, top 10, not bad, wasn't that far off. Now, this year, they're gonna have a top five defense. The Green Bay. No, <laughs> come on, you were on my side, AJ. Come on, keep riding the wave, dude. Saying it so. Riding the wave. So. All right, this is the reason why. All right, guys. Guys, on paper, we have the best defense on. In hey, guys, I'm gonna say our weak spots on defense. Okay, don't okay. worry. I'm, I'm a realist. Okay, we have weak spots. All right. <laughs> on paper, we have the best defense in the league. All right. We got all, all our holes that we had on defensive line. We filled them in the draft with uh, first-round Devontae Wyatt or with uh, and Jaron Reed uh, that we signed in free agency. On our, on our backfield, we got Jair Alexander coming back. That is a huge part of why we're going to be in top five defense this year is because we have Jair Alexander. Alec, Eric Stokes going to his second year, going to make even more strides and become a better cornerback, and Rasul Douglas. That is solid cornerbacks right there. And then we have our two safeties, Darnell Savage, who's our weakest point in our defense. If you if you are a uh, the offensive coordinator playing the Packers, this is the part you want to attack because this is our weakest area. And then we have Adrian Amos, a solid, strong, straight safety for us. Um, 
this is a great defense, all right? And then uh, our linebacker core, we have Preston Smith, who gets uh, multiple sacks every year. Rashawn Gary, who had an incredible year last year. He's going to make even bigger strides this next year. And then we have Devondre Campbell, who was an all-pro last year, an all-pro at a middle linebacker. And then we drafted our first round. Thank Don't you, Don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. Come on, man. And then we, we drafted uh, Wyatt. Uh, no, not Wyatt. Shoot. Sorry. Uh, we drafted our first round uh, linebacker uh, and middle linebacker as into just give us more depth because we had no depth after Devondre uh, Campbell. Now, our weak points. I already said one, Darnell Savage. He's our weakest point. If you want to see this guy get exposed, look at his play. The the Ravens. Mark Andrews destroyed this man on every single play. Um, and then after that, thank you. What? Oh, what happened? Am I frozen? What? Yeah, he is. Keep going, Reed. Keep going. Okay, jeez. What just happened? What just yeah, he's, happened? He's, he's still going, AJ. He's still Why going. are you ruining this, man? Wait, did I freeze? Yes, yeah. you froze. That never happened before. Are you <laughs> done or are you still going? I'm still going. All right, Dar- Darnell Savage, that's the weakest point. And then uh, after after those fr- those five on our defensive uh, backfield, uh, Cam- um, uh, Alexander, Stokes, Russell Douglas, Amos, and Savage. We have nobody. We have nobody after that. We have no death after that. Um, any of those guys on those are on that field. Target them. They're going to get destroyed. Um, honestly, at this point, I hope we re-sign Kevin King just so because he'll be better than what we have after that. Um, those are our weak points. We are going to be a top five defense. Uh, AJ, we've been bamboozled. We thought Reed was turning a leaf. But what? no, he's on the same tree. He's on the tr- the I'm same speaking spot that he was. <laughs> I'm about the Packers defense. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, Reed. We just thought you weren't going to talk about the Packers today. What do you call that? It's from that that movie, the interview. He honey, honey. I have no idea. I, I, don't see, I can't say so it right. It's, it's a it's a it's a wrong word. I can't. I think it's. I want to replace it with honeycomb. You honeycomb me, dude. You buttered me up. You, you, you nicely lathered me up right there. You do some extra seasonings. I mm, got me real good. And I fell for it, man. I fell for it. I applaud you, Reed. Hey, great job. I, I'm I'm glad that the one team you did not, the one team you talked about that wasn't the Packers, it was the Niners. So I'm I'm happy. At the end of the day, talk about the Colts. Just a little bit. I mean, whatever. Oh, well, guys, I got two. Well, I, I got a dark horse, okay? But it's a player, okay? And I want you all to tell me if I'm full of it or if I'm... You're always full of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, the dark horse player, I think Vince has an idea who I'm going to uh, talk about. I'm going to be talking about him uh, starting in July when we start talking fantasy football talk. Uh, I want to talk about him all year long. I talked about him all last year. I'm talking about the wide receiver from the Baltimore Ravens, Rashad Bateman. Dude, Hollywood Brown, he's out of here. Freaking Sammy Watkins, he's over there freezing his butt off in Green Bay. Whose time is it? Who's taking that lead spot? Is Rashad Bateman. He took a lot of that lead last year, so he has the confidence from his quarterback, Lamar Jackson. So you know... He's going to be the guy getting the most touches. Now, don't get me wrong. The Ravens are still going to be a run-first team, either whether it be with Lamar or whether it be with J.K. Dobbins if he plays this year. Uh, hopefully, he could come back and, and do outstanding things. 
but Rashad Bateman is going to be that wide receiver one. He's going to get all those uh, crucial catches uh, besides Mark Andrews because Mark Andrews is going to do great as well, but Rashad Bateman is going to be great. That is my dark horse player. You guys look out for him. If you guys just like football, if you guys are into fantasy football, watch out. Rashad Bateman, that's where it's at. Um, and then I got a bold prediction. I want to hear y'all's bold prediction too. Right. Uh, well, basically, I want to hear Vincent's because I know okay. Reed's bold prediction here. What? You don't know my bold prediction. Yes, I do. Because the bold prediction I want to hear you guys say is MVP for next year. I got one. Who is it? <laughs> I, I, a bold prediction of who I think it's going to be. Come on. Come on. Okay. Who's going to be? My, my who I think it's going to be or my bold prediction. So that was my bold prediction I prepared. Okay. Do your bold prediction. Okay, That's all bold... I want to hear. Your bold prediction. All right. All right. So I made the same bold prediction last year. I was wrong. I was wrong as usual. You know, Baker my bold predictions free. never go well. All right. Russell Wilson is finally breaking free of the Seattle curse. And he's now he's free. He's thrown off that jersey. He's put on a new one. And he's ready. He's ready in the, as a Denver Bronco to finally ride. become the MVP that he was meant to be. We're riding, man. Mount up. He's, he's the new sheriff in town. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that, dude. Vince, who you so got? Or you want to hear mine first? You think so little of me. I'll hear yours first, just so I think, just in case I don't steal it. All right. We talked a little bit about this guy before in this episode. I'm talking about the guy who had an MVP year before, went to the Super Bowl, but fell short. Now, his story is being rewritten. He's coming back to another team, another organization for revenge. I'm talking about Matty Ice. Matt Ryan is going to be the MVP of next year, going and going for it all with the Indianapolis Colts redeeming himself and taking that throne, which he rightfully deserves. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like here went with a safe pick, so I'm not going to go with a safe pick either. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about this guy in past episodes, especially with the big trade that this team just got, and I think it's going to help them a lot. I'm also high on this guy as a quarterback, and his name is Jalen Hurts. Oh. I think I think the way that he played last year without any good wide receivers who can actually catch the ball, now he has A.J. Brown. Uh, He's going to be a rushing quarterback as well as a passing quarterback, and I think Jalen Hurts has more of a chance than the two guys that you guys just talked about. He's never even thrown for 20 touchdowns in a season. Exactly. What is he going to do? He can't beat the Cowboys. What is he going to do? What wide receivers? Oh my gosh, he had Smith last year. About it. We just talked about it in this episode. The, me and Reed said the Eagles have the best chance of knocking the Cowboys off and winning that division. Right, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be the reason for that. Reed, you're agreeing with this? Are you I think he may here? be able to play well enough to beat the Cowboys. I don't think MVP level. He has a really you're talking about he's going to play the, better than all other 31 quarterbacks in the league. Possibly, you never know. <laughs> Jameis Winston looked like he was going to do it for a while, and then he got hurt. Nobody would have thought Jameis Winston would have done it over there in, in Saints land. 
So why not in Philly? They just won it a couple years back. I believe it was like what, like five years ago, four or five years ago. So why why not? Why are you guys counting them out? I don't I don't believe in him. I, I just don't. I he, I mean he still has a lot to prove. He's still very young, and hopefully he could prove it this year. But from what I've seen. And the excuses that everyone is so quick to make up for him, I, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't see it. I, I just don't. It's hard. I think he could be a successful quarterback. I think he could be out there as a top ten quarterback. But that's a real bold prediction. I don't like it, Vince. I do. Okay, don't get me wrong. I like it. But like, like what Reed said, to name him the best QB in the league. That is very hard for me to see, and I guess that's why it's called a bold prediction. But bold one, that's I was gonna go with Josh Allen because that's an easy give me give me a stat line just like I did for Baker Mayfield last year. Give me a stat stat line, bold stat line right here. He's gonna go go for 35 touchdowns, okay? 35 passing, 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 passing touchdowns, okay? No rushing, go for 10 rushing touchdowns. 10? Oh, how many did Cam Newton have on his MVP year? Who's Lamar Jackson? Where's that button? Jeopardy. Who is, Who is Lamar Jackson? <laughs> Anyways, 35 passing, 10 rushing touchdowns. Let's see how many yards. I'm going to say 4,500 passing. I'm doing the whole stat line. Oh, I'm my doing gosh. the whole stat line. 4,500 passing. And how many interceptions do I think? Do, do I go like 10 like Reed? No, or Reed 40, went 11. 40 and 8, right? Yeah. Oh, Reed went 8? Yeah, he went 8. Yeah. Should I say eight interceptions or eleven? Hmm. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll give I'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna say thirteen interceptions. 13. I don't think he I don't think he wins MVP with thirteen. Come on, Vince. Hey, Come on dog, now. With all those touchdowns and all those yards and all those wins that they possibly could get, I don't see why not. So forty-five touchdowns and thirteen interceptions. That's insane. Winning the division. And locking up a pretty good position in the playoffs. That's my bold prediction. Winning the division two. Locking up. Okay. All right. I like that. Nestor, make sure you clip that, my man. Jeez. What are <laughs> you looking right, up, man. Reed? I'm what trying to find up? how many touchdowns or rushing touchdowns uh Cam past- Newton had oh, on his know. MVP year. I don't remember. Because he had yeah, a lot. But, I'm trying to see if it was 10. If you guys remember, I had Jalen Hurts on my fantasy. And there were games where he had three rushing touchdowns. Right. No. Yeah, he's he's great at, at rushing. He, he's mm-hmm. phenomenal. You know, that's why you want to have him in your fantasy league because he's going to be running the ball a lot. Even with um, even with Hollywood Brown over there, he's going to be running no, most AJ of the time. A.J. Brown. So, sorry. Yeah, A.J. Brown uh, back there. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, four podcasts ago, it's like living in Texas and having a snow shovel, you know, just. It's nice to have, but you're not going to use it. Okay. Yeah. Cam Newton rushed for 14 rushing touchdowns his MVP year. He had 14? That's what this is saying in 2011, how many, yeah. How many passing? Uh, I feel like it was around it was 35. Yeah. Dang, that's pretty damn close. Okay. That's okay. pretty close. All right. All right. How many interceptions? Are you still on the page? Oh, uh, so, um, <laughs> I thought you were talking to Vincent. Interceptions. Uh, well, I, I didn't say rushing yards. Let me, let me add rushing yards. Ten, quite yeah. a bit. Wow. So Vince, you're you're just a little a little off there, man. That's, woo. That's pretty that's, cool. 
I'm going to say 600 rushing yards to add on top of it. He's going to go off. As my bold prediction. I like it. Now like there's it. a there's a 95% chance it won't happen because it, it's a crazy prediction. But, you know, we like to spice it up here sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. I was wrong. I was wrong. That was a different year. Uh, 10 touchdowns, uh, rushing touchdowns. Not 14. That was his 2011 season. Right on the money, baby. Cam Newton 2.0. All right. I guess we'll just see what happens. But that was a fun episode. We normally just, I think we just did uh, mainly Dark Horses. We didn't get too much into the bold prediction side, but I don't want this to be an hour-long podcast. So (laughs) we're going to cut this down a little short, you guys. Um, Thank you all so much for being here. Remember, you guys, we're still doing a giveaway. Once we reach 150 subscribers, we're giving away a dolphin signed jersey. Oh, this guy has it written down. I wrote it down for us. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much, Nestor. Thank you for always joining us live. Appreciate you, my man. Uh, Until next time, y'all, keep on grinding. We'll see you guys later on.